welcome to another episode of The Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting and in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss if Lucasfilm is done making standalone Star Wars movies. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood. Once again, joined by a man who is our resident Star Wars expert, Josh Straley. I know everything, almost, kind of. What's the second planet to appear in episode two? Episode two. Oh, well, that, of course, is super easy because in episode two, we begin on Coruscant, but then we jump to Camino. There we go. Then it's Geosius. Or no, then it's Tatooine, then it's Geosius. No, then it's Naboo, then it's Tatooine, then it's Geosius. Either way, you got it right, I think. I have no idea. Well, I know. Well, that's why you're here. It's one of the top three. And if you also need extensive knowledge about the X-Wing series um, from Legends... I've got it. Okay. But hey, everyone, don't forget, you can get all of our latest updates on Facebook, Twitter, at Friends in Film, and be sure to check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And if you can, on iTunes, leave us a review. It really helps. Yeah, so this week, uh, it's been a while since we talked about Star Wars, and even though Infinity War is out, and it's kind of the big thing going on right now. Uh, it's a difficult movie to talk about without getting into spoiler territory, so we're going to give it some time to breathe, then get into speculation, uh, theories on the next movies, the future of the MCU, all that kind of stuff. So instead, we're going to take it back to Star Wars and talk about the future of the standalone movies uh, as far as it pertains to kind of the episodes, the standalones. Like we'll kind of look at the formula is going to be, are we going to do a franchise film and then a standalone, then a franchise film, then a standalone, then a franchise film, and then we don't know. Yeah. We have no idea We've what comes after episode nine. Um, but Alden Ehrenreich confirmed this week in an interview with Esquire that he did indeed sign a three-picture deal mm. to play Han Solo. Mm. So you can only assume that Donald Glover has the same for Lando. Uh, Amelia Clark maybe does as well for Kira. Maybe Woody Harrelson. All of that, all of those cast members probably have multi-picture deals, which has are obviously already raised the question of, Will we get a sequel to Han Solo? Uh, you know, and all these sort of questions. But you kind of look at their slate of movies, and things have kind of gone quiet on the standalone front. Yeah, well, there is no slate of movies. I mean, well, yeah, the slate of stuff in development, I should say. Oh, yes, sure. Um, the last thing we heard was that Kenobi was looking to get Stephen Daldry to direct, mm-hmm. but that was last summer, last spring. It was a while ago. It was, I mean, I want to say August or September. I felt like it was that long ago, but it was certainly long ago. Yeah. And ever since then, we haven't heard anything about the movie. Um, you know, If it was going to hit theaters, the quickest it could would be 2020, and we're already in the middle of 2018. I mean, you'd have to start doing production next year to get there in time, and there's not been a whiff of a script uh, if Daldry's deal closed, uh, people, some people even don't even think this movie's happening at all. Uh, you know, it's kind of really gone quiet on that front. That's the only standalone movie we've really ever got a lot of urgency towards. I mean, there was that one time that Boba Fett was going to be made by mm-hmm. Josh Trank that fell apart. There's been those conversations of Yoda or a uh, Jabba movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's another one. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, was um, it something, something really random too? Yeah. But like the, the bounty hunter movie together, Oh yes. um, whatever it would be. And now it seems like they're not necessarily going that direction because even though episode nine will effectively end the Skywalker saga, as they call it, Benioff and wise have been giving their 
series of movies. Um, and then Ryan Johnson is now developing his own trilogy as well. So right there alone, you probably have six to seven years of Star Wars content that doesn't include these standalone movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they did, you'd be break. You'd either have to go to two films a year for Star Wars or wait two years in between movies, right? Or three years in between movies um, to see. If Ryan Johnson's film came out in 2020, mm-hmm. and then Obi Wan comes out in 2021, and then been out for Wise Things out in 2022, then you have to wait till 2023 to see what Johnson does next. There's just a lot of stuff kind of in development over at Star Wars, so kind of made us ask the question: Is Star Wars already done doing standalones? And Josh, your answer would be no. I don't think they're done with them but they're certainly not very interested in them right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful tool. Uh, the one-hit Star Wars movie. To be able to say, well, gosh, we really don't have an actor or a story to do a franchise with mm-hmm. or a trilogy with or anything with. So keeping a Star Wars story short quick and to the point where you can say it's gonna happen right here in this timeline and it's gonna do its thing and then it's gonna die like rogue one was the perfect analogy for this it but it also plays into it also ties into films as well Mm -hmm. but it's here's all our new characters oh they're dead game over there's the death star there's princess leia here's our fader yeah exactly we get to easter egg you and have no harm done to everything that everybody loves Uh uh-huh so it's just, I think it's such a powerful thing for them to have in their tool belt for them to say, no more anthology films. We're only interested in sustained series yeah. and arcs. But I will I will caveat this with, I think they're going to go away for a while, but they're not dead by any means. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is a cop-out answer, but I'm saying maybe. Okay. Which is basically kind of what you're saying of like, they're not gone. They're not done as in, as if like th- this is it. Ho- Solo is going to be the last one. We'll never see another standalone movie. <laughs> but I think it's it'll it'll be five to seven years at least, maybe even a decade before we see another true standalone movie. Because if Obi Wan's not happening now, I mean, yeah, you you could be like, well, it only gets you know, you uh, McGregor closer to Alec Guinness's age and his look, and mm-hmm. you could actually make it look. Really like it's leading right into a new hope. Yeah. Okay. But like, what is that version of Kenobi doing that could be so enriched and so interesting that demands <laughs> a standalone movie? Right. Minutes leading up to when he stumbles across Luke for the you know for the first time. It's like, yeah, what is he doing? Just play, he's playing some back with just, Jawas. <laughs> he's just hanging out in that that cavern that just like waiting. Like, all right, I know he's coming here. I can sense it in the Force. <laughs> It's, like, it's actually no. not a half bad Allison uh, yeah, Guinness. I was actually kind of surprised. Invitation. Maybe it's maybe it's the sixth throat that is helping me become a there little British. Go. I don't know if that's the case or not. But <laughs> I. But, but on the other side of that, though, I really agree with you that it's a really powerful tool for them, because even if it's not just like a, oh we can do these cool one off adventures, it's also as from a business perspective a great way to attract talent for a single movie. Yeah. You know, you may not be able to get Chris Evans, a Disney, you know, stalwart mm-hmm. to sign up for another mega picture deal right. to lead a franchise. Yeah. 
but could you get him to be a dope bounty hunter for one movie? Ooh, maybe. Yeah, right. And be like, and all he all all his thing is like, just put it in like the in like the episode five territory or something. Mm-hmm. And so I can't come back because I'm not in any of those other movies, or I have to die at the end. Yeah, and like it's kind of that great way to kind of bring in these like really talented people, even talented directors who mm-hmm. maybe they don't want to do a franchise and do a, do what Ryan Johnson doing and committing the next decade. I would say yeah. maybe, maybe a little less, but four or five years, but from going from, from when he started doing work on episode eight to when he's going to finish his trilogy or the first episode in his trilogy. Yeah. But he's also writing the other ones. Sure. And he's executive producing. So he's going to be, I feel like he's going to be very involved. If he's not directing. So that that's probably ten years of his life where a good portion of his work effort is going towards Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe James Mangold doesn't want to do that, but maybe he'd want to make a a Star Wars movie, right? And he can do this really cool one-off movie set on a distant planet that's really small and character focused, and you get this really cool, different sort of movie tell a different genre in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to do it, but then at the same time. You look at that rundown I just gave, and it's like, but where do they fit these in? And that's why I think that they're not done with them forever, but I think they will be done with them for a little bit. Yeah, because like you said, you don't want to wait three years for your sequel. No. I mean, not not many people do. unless Especially you, not in this day and age in Hollywood. No, especially can't. not this day and age in, um, but yeah, like you said, like in... in sequel building and world mm-hmm. building you don't want people to forget or lose any even the slightest bit of interest in your movies you write or you hopefully begin to write some kind of story that can sustain itself for three films mm-hmm. and then you go and that's kind of like i think they're why they are stuck with johnson because they're like well all right get us going and get us pointed somewhere and then so we can churn out two more movies right after you finish your next one right and tell your story because waiting any longer is almost like a death sentence. Because I kind of I don't know what the Maze Runner Death Cure did box office wise. Yeah, but I got to imagine they were freaked out that it took them that long to get their final story out because you lose steam all the way through. So, depending on what Benioff and Weiss are doing, you're gonna want to go. Johnson, Weiss, Johnson, Weiss, Johnson, mm-hmm. Weiss, Johnson, Weiss. There's no room. No, no one's going to really care about a Star Wars story focused on, I mean, unless it's like Boba the Fett who pops right. up in the middle of there and be like, okay, we'll deal with this. This, this is fine. But then you're going to be like, no, let me get, get me back to the Gina Rodriguez-led Johnson movie. Yeah. Or the, you know, the Not Old Republic. but that's definitely what we're pulling for. <laughs> right. I mean, she's done with Jane. Why? I mean, how, why not? Yeah. It's going to line up great. It's an easy, it, like that's, I feel like if you have to make a prediction of Star Wars' future, that's like the one that like makes the most sense to happen. The kids, the kids loves the CW. So I mean, at least like <laughs> it's all my, about my, them kids. Yeah, well, like my sister loves Jane the Virgin, yeah. like randomly. So well, not randomly; it's a good show. But point being, we're talking. <laughs> we're getting too caught up here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, losing that. We I mean, makes sense though. To, only if solo fails. Yeah. And that's what that's what'll be interesting is are these new are they going to let these new trilogies be new stories and let these 
Star Wars stories, these new trilogies be different adventures, mm-hmm. and these new stories be the classics, because that's kind of what we're looking at right here yeah. at, at the same point. Rogue One is very much, if Star Wars Episode Seven wasn't Star Wars nostalgia, Rogue One definitely was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hit every beat that A New Hope hits in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it just inverts the storytelling a little bit and then decides to implode it at the end. But a lot of people I've noticed, I mean, a lot of older Star Wars fans will say, we liked Rogue One a lot better than Episode Mm 7, and especially Episode (laughs) 8, which I think is wild. It's very wild. Yeah. So then if you look at Solo, the hype for Solo, for anyone who hasn't been following the director changes and the the ups and downs that we've seen in Vulture and everywhere else. Yeah. They're stoked as anything for this movie. Yeah. They're like, I don't know if I like the new young Han Solo, but they're like, everything else looks super cool. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why you, maybe that's an especially big reason you need to keep it around. But if it flops, then what, what will be the point of that anymore? Yeah. Because then you're, the lesson is, Oh, people only care about things that are tied directly to stories that we're telling. Right. But then at the same time, like if people only want that stuff with that original trilogy flavor or that original trilogy kind of feeling or tie-ins, then Han Solo, Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. Boba Fett, Jabba, right. Yoda, all that stuff is the stuff that ties back into the first movies. So that that makes the most sense to keep those fans happy, um, even if it doesn't expand the universe necessarily in these big, bold, beautiful ways we all kind of hope it would. Right. Um, it also, I mean, since we're talking about you know solo, what flop, whatever, the sequel uh, potential, Alden having a three picture deal doesn't mean that they're definitely doing a sequel. Yeah. I mean the Rogue One cast all had multi-picture deals and they all died and they aren't coming back, most likely. I <laughs> right. mean, unless Felicity Jones pops up in this movie, you never know, or Diego Luna, who knows? Um, but, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal that Alden has these multiple appearances on on a contract because right. if the movie it doesn't flop, if it's a huge hit and you're like, oh, well, we're doing, we are, we are going to do that Boba Fett movie, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if Han was in it? Let's let's use let's get Alden and Alden's like, all right, but I want fifty million dollars. They're like, no, no, no. You, we have a con. They're like, no, you guys can sign me up for a second appearance. They're like, mm-hmm. well, crap. Yeah, they and just screwed themselves. Right. So of course they're gonna have that contingency in place, even though they have they've yet to connect those mo- these movies in that MCU cinematic universe type of way. We're like, all right, we're going to use this actor to pop up in here and do that kind of stuff. They have, they've, they've largely not done that, but like, you'd at least want that option <laughs> to potentially do such a thing. Yes. So I think that's why Alden has that multi-picture deal. Um, you don't think it's specifically because like once this does once this hits, 800, 900 million, it's Lando's movie and you're the cameo in that. Right. And then after that, it's Boba Fett's, and that's actually a. And then they're the both in there together. Match. Yeah, let's I mean, build up a. a back I mean, story. maybe maybe that happens, but then at that point, if you're doing Lando, Han, and Boba all in like the same movie, potentially, like 
that have to be during the like episode four, episode five time, probably. Or closer to it. Very close to it. Um, if not in between, like we can't be in between five and six because right. <laughs> hot spirits hot, would be very quick. Yes. You'd be frozen to carbonite. <laughs> so like, and I don't know if they would necessarily venture into that territory because then if you know if you have people rewatching these movies, they're like, all right, we got to do Han Solo <laughs> and then do four and then do the Lando movie and then do five and then do this other movie. And you're like, wow, it's like every other movie, the Han Solo actor switches. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that'd be a little, I mean, potentially jarring. I don't think that's necessarily the right. whole reason and, why they want to do a sequel. Yeah. But. And that's the, you want to build up love for a character or right. love for an actor. You know, you want to buy the presence of Alden as that. But I think it was um, 1138 on Twitter who or eleven seven eight whatever the Star Wars account on Twitter is? Oh, okay, he's like my 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 next Han Solo movie is what happens between Han Solo and <laughs> Episodes five and six, so that's a great guy. That would be funny. Uh, I mean, not a, it wouldn't be a great good movie because it should be <laughs> right. Very frozen him in the cargo hold. <laughs> but uh, I also think that like the potential of doing a sequel to this movie also. I mean, if they, if they do it, then we're only looking at one true standalone. And even Rogue One is really a prequel, a lead-in to A New Hope. It literally ends minutes before A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So if they do a sequel to Solo, then this isn't Solo a Star Wars story anymore. Right. That a Star Wars story tag no longer means it's a standalone movie. Because mm-hmm. if they do a sequel, it's not a standalone. It's a franchise. Yeah. So, like, if it hits... I mean that's the weird thing. If it if it hits, solo two could happen and then it's not a standalone. And it could end the standalones. Mm-hmm. And if it flops, then they would definitely do solo two and it would probably end the standalones anyways. Right, yeah. And let's so be it's kind of like this weird like no standalone situation. Right. And just to be clear though here, flop means it does like eight hundred and <laughs> or nine hundred million and it gets, gets it gets 65 like a, a on 65 or yeah. a 66 or 67 on rotten tomatoes that's like a flop i suppose but then the credit the, the fan score still 85 or whatever the case is you know but um yeah no, that's exactly right because depending on the reception it's either going to become a series or it's not uh-huh and like, like you was a very good point like it's probably not planned, but you just sign them up for multiple deals so you don't, like you said, shoot yourself in the foot. So I don't think that's very, um, it's like surprising. Yeah. In the slightest. But didn't we talk about, in the early days of Solo considerations, it was being talked about as a trilogy. Yeah, it was. In a lot of ways, if, uh-huh. it, was, if it did well. So... I mean, yeah, these rumors of a multi-picture deal have been out there for like two years. Exactly. So like, it's not news that Alden has it. It's more news that he confirmed that he has it mm-hmm. more than anything. Right. And then with that in mind, you can only think about the production problems of this movie. And that's not going to shake anybody because it's, it's, it's the end result at the end of the day. Yeah. Who cares what nightmare you had to go through to get there or else that would have, you know, shelved Ant-Man and the Wasp right. forever ago. So Disney clearly doesn't care about that. It'll all come down to, yeah. I mean, like, did, did, did it come close to a billion dollars? Did it not? Probably not. But point being, if enough people buy in, enough people want another round of it, uh-huh. we may not even see 
Benny Awesome Weiss and Johnson's trilogies like for a while. Like who? Yeah, I mean, who knows? That's the weird thing because both those both those things have been officially announced as coming. But Benny Awesome Weiss has said they're not going to start working on their Star Wars stuff until Game of Thrones wraps. That's not going to be till next summer, right? When that when it's all done, they're done doing press and everything for that. They're done doing press. They can walk away. Yeah, they can wipe their hands clean. But we're done. Never going back to there again. That's that's going to be a year and a half away from right now. Johnson is working on the script ideas, but they're not like doing drafts currently. Not that I know of. There's st- oh, yeah, as far as we know, last we heard, they're just like doing like they're working on story details. So like again, I mean they they have a year probably before they'd have to even start getting into production to hit a 2020 release date. Mm-hmm. But both of those projects are kind of like definitely not absolutely certain to be ready for a 2020 release yeah it almost seemed like they're uh disney showing off their trophies look who we got right type of a deal um, that, especially with benny awesome yeah i mean we've heard those rumblings that like oh but they have these other directors signed waiting in the wings for other projects it's like <coughs> where are those projects exactly like it is one of those people first obi-wan are one of those people for a knights of ren movie Ooh. like what 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 would these be, uh, and why haven't they been announced yet? If they could potentially come out before any of these other two movies, it's it's a weird situation to be in. So, yeah, I don't think that the standalones are done forever, but I I I really do think that you know after Solo, I mean maybe the Kenobi movie will come together. Yeah, but if, even if that happens. I don't think any of their other ideas currently are that interesting that it's like, yeah, we need to prioritize this over this unless for whatever reason they did want to spread out these franchises a little bit more and give these creators a couple more years to create because it is, I mean, it's not easy. I mean, yeah, we said you you don't want to wait too long, but still, I mean, having a movie come out every other year is a really tight turnaround. I mean, maybe if you film them all, really close together back to back to back you could do it but i mean you look at the marvel movies you go i mean disney's regular production schedule Mm -hmm. it's you know every three years you get a sequel basically unless you're iron man and then it's like every year and a half uh i mean uh, until iron man 3 that is but i think that's probably the track they're on i mean the only other thing that could potentially i think throw this or add another variable to the equation of the standalone's futures would be if Star Wars ever upped its production to two films a year. Would, I don't think they're ready to do currently. I don't think Lucasfilm as a studio is ready to do that. Really? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be doing Luke, they're gonna be doing Indiana Jones five and. Uh, but I mean, you're handing the reins to Spielberg. Yeah. And Amblin, so it's sort of. I mean, and That's Ken, true. it's Kathleen Kennedy's alma mater. Yeah. Or, Former workplace, so it's like you know you're. But it's like, not like I mean, you're I shepherding know. the entire Lucas thing. Lucasfilm can't be. The, I mean, Marvel Studios is a small comp is a small studio. Yes, you think of it as this mega thing, but it's like you know five or six people at the top, creators underneath, and then you know they have production crews. I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that Lucasfilm could up its production to two movies a year, but at the same time, 
they've yet to kind of master that standalone formula, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rogue One went through a, a great deal of reshoots. Han yeah, Solo went through even more reshoots. I mean, who knows wh- why that is the case, that for whatever reasons, the standalone movies have been tougher ones for them to get through production and get right. Um, but I think that could also play a factor. So, I mean, if I mean, unlo- I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, do you think that they could move to two films a year anytime soon? I, or would you even want that? I don't think you would want that as a fan. I mean, because, because these Star Wars films are going to be taking place all across the board. Yeah. It's not like they're doing a straight timeline of their movies. Mm-hmm. If so, then that would be fine. Because you're like, oh, this is the next story they're telling. Right. In this case, it's this story is happening here mm-hmm. at this time, at this place. All right, get locked in, get excited. Here we go. Yeah, because even with like Rogue One coming out after Star Wars 7, it's like, so like what? Does does this take place right after that other movie? Nope. No, no, jeez. Oh my gosh, it comes out. It, it took place 35 years before that. Yes. Not even close. Um, and, you know, and so it, it adds, I mean, that's a good point. It adds to that complication of Star Wars, their plan, their timeline, um, their clarity. Right. And I, I even think that, you know, Solo coming out six months after The Last Jedi, like, they waited to do the marketing campaign until after The Last Jedi had died down, mm-hmm. whether it was the hype or the backlash, however you want to look at it. Um, and it, it's only allowed for Solo to have marketing for like three and a half months. Yeah. Um, by the time it hits theaters. So, like, it's a tight window to promote it, but you also have to worry about. However, that the movie that came directly before it could very much influence the way that second movie is perceived. Um, so, like, it's a lot to juggle, and I think having them spaced out for whatever reason, um, having Star Wars movies spaced out by a year gives them, you know, their three months in theaters, their yep. three months to home video. You have all of that focus on that movie, and then once that movie's out, then you boom trailer for the next movie. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. We're hyped for this next movie. Yeah. Same cycle again. And if you, if you do two movies a year, you're changing your entire formula for marketing for right. everything. Yeah. And especially too, like um, merchandising is like another thing that it makes me think about as well. Another reason that I would think that two movies a year thing would not be viable for them because Star Wars toys print money. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Wars merchandising. I mean, Disney is arguably made four billion dollars just in selling toys and Legos yeah, and I'm sure they have. cups and silverware and Sabat card or sorry, Han Solo card games. And that's just from the Straley family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, it is it makes sense for them to give leave as long of a runway as possible. Yeah. The only reason we have Han Solo coming out so soon is because the plan was to get these movies back to May mm-hmm. and and the reason it fell off of that was because of the initial episode seven not going to be able JJ wanted more time. Yeah. As it was, as it were. Uh, and then, you know, with nine plus go out in May. Right. Carrie Fisher's death, script rewrites, delay of filming, and JJ coming on board after Colin Tre- Trevorrow left. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you need yeah. more time than the year he would have had to make the movie. Right, yeah. A lot of pivoting has been going on yes. with the you know, these release dates and stories and everything so that's all understood and expected i suppose 
and as well as you know not 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 really indicative of their plans because yeah. i think a lot of the times we thought oh no are we going to get solo in may and then the next movie like the right. sort of, but then we realized oh no that was never really the plan it oh. was to be the next may but now they've pushed it again so that's what makes me think they're going to have to make a decision very soon probably july 1st i think is when their earning next earnings call is yeah um or perhaps the next november or november 1st i think would be the um third quarter uh-huh. earnings call and one of those two dates is going to be the all right 2020 this gotta, is the movie we have it's got to be i mean i guess that's the last thing we'll end on here i mean 2020 if it is a standalone or whatever it is for that matter do you, when do you think we figure that out it's got to be this year I mean, it has to. I mean, if we don't get an announcement on what the 2020 movie is, I'm going to start wondering if they're going to take a year off. Ooh, well, you know, I mean, I wouldn't hate that idea, but it it would look like that if, but that would, if we don't but get like it. Like if year. they did that, I mean, imagine nine coming out December 2019, mm-hmm. and then whatever. I mean, I mean, it'd actually be the exact same amount of time between Solo and nine if they wait until the May 2021 to do whatever the next movie is, whether it's Johnson's first movie, Benny Alpha Wise's first movie, yes. the next standalone movie, it'd be another year and a half gap. I mean, that, that'd be kind of wild, but then at the same time, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy said last year, they were going to announce this next standalone movie in July of 2017. We're almost in July of 2018 <laughs> and right. we have no answer. So clearly they are still, they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost sounds like maybe they just strap bombs to Benioff, Weiss, and Johnson. And they're like, all right, you have until this time to come up with your idea. Go. Yeah. Whoever doesn't do it, bomb goes off. <laughs> right, exactly. And then that will lead in them into whatever they I mean. Like That'll be the ultimate determiner yeah. of what they do for that 2020 release date. Is it Johnson's movie? Is Benioff, Weiss, is it your movie? Someone come up with something, yeah. or maybe it's director who, who is developing their project in the wings, unnamed mm-hmm. and unannounced. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, that earning call date is a good one to point out because the last two earning, the last earning call, we got the Benioff and Wise. Yeah, Favre news. Yep. One before that is when we got the Benioff and Wise. Announced, or no, it was the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Right. I don't know. Benioff and Wise came after Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Yes. And then the Ryan Johnson one came in their November 2017. Yep. Johnson came in November. Benny Austin Wise came earlier this year and then the end of the second quarter. Um, it was when Favros came. Yep. So for whatever reason, I don't know if it's if Star Wars plans that or if Bob Iger just doesn't want to keep his mouth shut when he has to do <laughs> these. And he's like, oh, wait, you guys wanted to keep the secret and not announce John Favreau's doing a live action Star Wars series on <laughs> International Women's Day? Eh, who cares? But I'm talking about our shareholders today. Yeah, <laughs> gotta I let mean, him know. he's got to get. He got to make sure his bonus looks good. Yeah, exactly. Even if he's, I mean, he's going to be around until that Fox deal closes, and at least a couple years after that. So he's definitely going to care about what Star Wars movies are coming out for the next couple years. Yeah, he makes his exit in 2019, right? Uh, it's, it's right before the 2020 election. That's where the speculation about his. But next yeah, step but is. he signed. He's if the Fox deal goes through, he's going to sign an extension. Ooh. To stay until like 2021, I think. Really? The reports. That's interesting. So he can make sure that that deal goes, the transition goes through smoothly and everything. Because, yeah, originally it's supposed to be next year, but 
that Fox merger is so massive. And I when mean, you offer a man a hundred million more dollars, yeah, is he gonna say no? No, no dear. way. Um, I mean, Disney, I'll come run your company for half of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can plan Marvel movies with Kevin Feige. It'd oh be my easy. gosh, that'd be a dream job. Oh, jeez. I, I don't know about that, actually, because then I'd know everything, and I'd be like, oh, no. You don't get to enjoy anymore. Yeah, but whatever. We'll have to see if we can enjoy any more Star Wars standalone movies in the future. Uh, whether or not we get any remains to be seen, but if you guys have uh, some thoughts on this, I hope you guys do. Let us know what you think Please do. on Facebook or Twitter. Just find us at Friends and Film. And be sure to head over to iTunes as well. Subscribe, share this episode, retweet everything else you can do, and give us a five-star review. Uh, We'll be back next week with future episodes, whether it's a review, another big question, uh, a bunch of stuff will be on the horizon, whether or not we have movies to review or not. Yes. Uh, We'll find something good to talk about and let you guys, uh, you know, give you guys our thoughts on all those topics. Uh, You can follow me, though, personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get all of your Star Wars X-Wing knowledge from me at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of a Podcast. Josh. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes.